the social introvert. Social reporting shows that Navy Federal Credit Union has the widest disparity, the widest disparity in conventional mortgage approval rates between white and black borrowers of any major lender. This is the nation's largest credit union. It serves military members, defense personnel, veterans, and their families. And CNN's Renee Marsh found that it rejected more than half its black conventional mortgage applicants last year. What the fuck, nigga? Seen them 36s go from the Jordan to Scotty Pippen. I ain't gonna let them play with my name. See Scotty tripping. Now them winning, got a plug out in France. That's what I'm sipping. And you ain't about to play with my name. Y'all nigga tripping. The man get a myth. That's probably why he's stiff. Take him back to London Road. It was clear he had a gift. It's word to Donald Tello, them. I came from the sewer. Watch the smud in the mud. Oh shit, entrepreneur. Take him out the duct tape and throw away the rapper. Seven grams like golf balls. Trying to win the master. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I am your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 530. Eight, you can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are listened to. Oh man, it's been a rough week. I'll get into it. Let me let me intro the show properly like I'm supposed to. <laughs> Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast. Twitter is at social intro pod. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything. Do not hesitate. Uh, if you want to send me some some recommendations on some cool anime or cool TV show, movie, whatever. Um, I got a couple of requests that I have not gotten to yet um, since the last time I talked about it. But anyway, send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. I got an email from um, a, a good buddy of mine um, from back in the day. I didn't even know he listened. I didn't even know he knew. Somebody must have told him that I had a podcast. So he's been listening and he sent me, he sent to me, excuse me, already can't talk today. Um, he sent me three movies. They are Italian horror films. Shouldn't be talking about it here. I might as well be talking about it on Teardome Highway. Um, <laughs> three Jallo, I'm, I'm not even saying it correctly. Jesus Christ, I'm rusty. Jallo, that's what that's how they pronounce it. Jallo, uh, dark glasses. The other one is Suspiria. I've seen Suspiria, and the other one is called Inferno. Yeah, Inferno. I've seen Inferno. I've seen Suspiria, and I've seen Inferno. As a matter of fact, Inferno, if I remember correctly, is part of a trilogy of the um the original Suspiria it's it's Suspiria Inferno I think the other one I think the third one's called Mother of Tears or something but it's a it's a trilogy and um they're okay but Suspiria is the one that people mainly talk about most of the people that actually know about that movie they don't even know that there's two more movies that um follow that so yeah, man. Um, just, matter of fact, I've never had a problem watching Suspiria as many times as I've seen it. And it's old as hell, but I've watched it. It's about a young girl who, who goes to this dance academy and um, soon finds out that this dance academy is ran by a coven of witches. Um, yeah, it's 
it's more detailed in the remake. The remake is what well, should I call it a remake? The remake is long as shit, maybe a little too long. I don't know, but it clearly lets you know that in the remake, yeah, this place is ran by a coven of witches and uh, they show everything. They show a lot. Yeah. Um, a, a movie with nothing but women in it. And yeah, great movie though. Great movie. I'm not sure about the remake. Anyway, um, Dark Glasses though, I've heard about it, but never seen it. I've been meaning to check it out. I got a yearly subscription of Shudder and I've never use it. And I'm kind of mad about it. I was like, I have a whole year subscription of Shudder and I don't watch anything on it. And Shudder's dope. Shudder's dope. It's just, I've been busy, but um, as of late, I've, I've, um, I've cleared up a lot of things, dropped a lot of things that I just, I seriously don't have time for. And yeah, um, I, I'm, I want to do me, man. I just want to do me and focus on what I do on a daily basis. Cause trying to do other things. And then on top of that, I, you know, with school, the podcast and the other podcasts, it's not even giving me, it's giving me barely any time to focus on a podcast. Like I really, really want to. And it's, it's kind of pissing me off. So it's like, you know what, let me do what I've been doing from the get go. And, um, y'all, y'all can take care of what y'all can take care of. Cause this is no, I'm I'm not about to get into this too much. But yeah, um yesterday was uh, a a journey. Um so I got a 1995 Acura Legend that I restored and everything. And I talked about it briefly once. Uh I found out something was going on with it, so basically I'm just trying to catch it on time just to see what's going on. Nothing majorly wrong with the end. Nothing's wrong with the engine. It's something going on. It when it sits in idle, once it warms up, it likes to rev up and down a little bit. Um, it's it's leaking white smoke, which I think it's might be some like oil issue or something. I don't know. Maybe coolant because it's like a sweet smell or some shit like that. But I want to catch it early before something becomes to the point where. I might have to replace an entire engine. I don't have time for that shit. That's just too much. But anyway, I called around to so many different places and, oh, we don't really work on anything like Acuras and shit. I'm like, oh my God, I've called at least seven or eight different spots and they're not familiar with working on the Acura Legend. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Well, there's one place that's in Greenville. And Greenville's not far. Greenville's about like a, a 15, 20 minute ride. Can't drive this car. I'm scared to drive the car because it rides rough. So that tells me, I don't know if that's like a, a transmission issue. I'm like, I got to find out what's going on with the car. I want to catch it early, as early as possible. But um, I have AAA. I could just tow the car, have it towed there and then whatever. It's not a big deal. But yeah, man, I just... I called like a bunch of places. Oh, we don't really work on Acuras. You have a 1995? Oh, wow. How did you acquire this? And da, 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 da. like they just wanted to know the whole. And I get it. Uh, uh, a six speed automatic engine in a 1995 Acura Legend in an Acura period is rare as hell. And you better never let it go. That's why when I got it, I say, like, I'm not letting this shit go this is mine. And I, and I worked on it for an entire year 
paint job, everything. But yeah, man, it's godly, man. I need to know more uh, old heads around here, man. I need to get to know some more OGs around here that know about this type of thing. Well, when it comes to these cars that are that old and um, yeah, nothing wrong with the engine or anything like that. No check engine light. No, um, well, something's leaking. It's got to be if white smoke is coming out of the exhaust like that. It's got to be a leak somewhere. And I hope it's not a blown head gasket because I'm a cry. But whatever. Um, enough car nerd shit. I just, uh, I want to drive the car. I really want to drive that car. And I love it. And it's gorgeous. It's all white. And then when it glistens in the sun, you can see like it's, it's a special white paint. It glistens like gold and shit. It's so pretty. I, I want to drive it. <laughs> I want to drive my car, fam. I don't want to drive this one that I'm driving now. Which, I mean, I don't care, but I just, I want to show off of my shit, man. Damn. Anyway, let me, let me move on. Enough car nerd shit. So there's a video going around of a Filipino girl who eats soul food. And she is, of course, getting attacked for it. Just just outright getting attacked for it. You got people on Twitter. See, I follow her on Instagram. Like, I knew who she was for a while now, for, for a good while. But as soon as the video touches down on, on Twitter, there's so many things. But I'll read one. It's crazy how black people will see anyone who embraces or appropriates our culture and immediately welcomes them into our community when we're not shown the same courtesy from any race whatsoever. Um, that is true and not true. Not with this case. I'm telling you, this girl is not, this, she ain't blowing smoke. She not sitting here trying to put on a persona. This is her 100%. She has said where she comes from. Yes, she is from the Philippines, but grew up in Georgia with nothing but around black relatives. So what do you expect for her to sound like? This sounds like a girl with still with her Filipino accent intact with a Southern drawl. That's all that it is. What I get so aggravated about is the fact that we will sit here. I can't even say we because I don't even be sitting here saying or reiterating any of the stupid stuff y'all say. But y'all will take some of the, the weirdest things and then just think it's synonymous to black people. When in the same vein of that, when when you're trying to make it synonymous, it's almost like a detriment. Like, oh, you talk white. Oh, man. Oh, why don't you sound black? As if when did sounding ignorant or sounding like a damn fool was synonymous to black people? Don't put that on yourself. Why are you putting that on your jacket? Stop it. Like, I'm, I'm so sick of shit like that. And then when you have somebody, she's being serious like this she goes to multiple places hey where should i go to where's the soul food spots at i want to eat the soul food i don't want to eat all that other bullshit she hasn't said anything disparaging or rude or ignorant about about black people at any point and honestly due to the whole keith lee situation it took all this time like everything was okay everything was cool until he gets to atlanta until he gets to Atlanta. And I'm pretty sure there's other places besides Atlanta. I don't think, it, you know, they weren't the only city to really 
come out of the woodwork and say some crazy stuff and threaten his family or anything like that. But I mean, damn, I, I would like to sit here and just come up with the assumption and say, hey, the problem is really us because what, what are you complaining for? Yes, the girl is from Georgia. She's not lying about it. Same shit with the gullet and Geechee talk down south and, you know, Charleston, South Carolina, certain parts of Georgia, depending on where you are, maybe Florida, maybe a little bit of North Carolina, who knows, but the Geechee and Gullah spreads out, you know, very far, goes all the way up into Virginia, but you can run into, oh, in my bad, Louisiana, but you can run into some white people that have the Gullah and Geechee talk, man, it's a whole melting pot. I'm just trying to figure out why as black folk, we always got to sit here and make some shit synonymous to us. Like some dumb shit, like, oh, black people, the only people that keep plastic bags in the pantry. No, we're not the only people that do that. It's weird. And I know it's for jokes, really, but it's just, you know, when you start to really sit down and think about shit like that, it gets a little weird. It really does. I, I don't know. I'm sorry for ranting about it, but you niggas sit on Twitter all day and just complain about shit. I jump on Twitter for about hmm, maybe 10 minutes. So not even that long. And I'll repose something or I'll say something just random and I'll hop right off. Maybe I'll hop back on for about maybe no less than, you know, no more than five minutes and hop right back off. I don't be sitting there scrolling like y'all do. And I think it's just I, I think it's like a detriment to some people's mental. I don't know. I can't do it. I can sit on Instagram all day. Can't even really do Facebook. Like Instagram is where I, I mainly frequent. I will sit there and look at cool pictures and stuff and imagery of nature and houses and decor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, fam. I, I don't get it. Anyway, let me not get upset. This is a podcast. I'm here chilling. So whatever. Now, that song that you heard in the beginning is My Name by Jeezy off of his latest album, his double disc album. I might forgive, but I don't forget. Listen, man, and, and it's available on all music streaming platforms. So go listen to this album. Just just go listen to it. It's great. Listen, um, a long time ago, uh, I, I'd say almost seven years ago, I got on a podcast on mine, social introvert when I had the Seinfeld logo. And, um, you know, around that time, government name podcast, they came up with something called the shoulda, woulda, coulda list. The shoulda, woulda, coulda list is a list of rappers that tried to make it happen, but they couldn't cut the mustard. Didn't work out so well for them. I think Lil Zane was part of the list. J Electronica and anybody could just add to the list. It wasn't anything that was like a top 10 or top 20 list. It was a thing that anybody could just really join in on. And so I went out of my merry way one time. I don't know if I emailed them or, or might've said something on my show. I'm trying to, I got to go back, but I'm pretty sure it was like an email to them. But I, I told them, I said, hey, uh, you might want to add Jeezy to the list. And I think I had a top five. My top five was technically the same as theirs. Kind of, you know, I guess changed around a little bit. Like one rapper was here when 
the same rapper for them might have been in a different number. But for me, Jeezy was number one on the list. And they flipped the fuck out to the point where they had to come on my show, which it was all games. It was all funny games and jokes and shit like that. But they were like, nigga, I can't believe you put Jeezy as number one. What make you put Jeezy as number one? And I explained it. And they're like, oh, okay. And, um, of course, following that, a couple years later, I think Jeezy announced his retirement. And then we just kept the joke going, basically. And they're like, oh, Sid, it's your fault. Jeezy retiring. You said that nigga couldn't cut it. And he part of the shoulda, woulda, coulda list. But uh, this album, I might forgive, but I don't forget, is really, really decent, man. It's very introspective. Um, I would say more introspective than... Uh, the recession, if anything, let me see if there's any more introspective. Actually, no, Church for the Streets. Um, there, there's a few, there's a few projects in Jeezy's discography where a lot of introspection is is on display, but this one right here is a little more personal, and I, hey, I like it. It's not bad, and it's a double disc. Um, does it uh, trump the double disc curse? I think so. I, I really do. Um, is it as great or praised as, let me think of one, as Big Crit's uh, Forever is a Mighty Long Time? Not really. But for him to just, the rollout is weird. I will, I, I won't lie. The rollout is a bit weird, but for him to go out of his way and put this out, um, I haven't completely heard. I heard the first disc for sure. Uh, the second side, I haven't heard so much, but I think it's just majority, just Jeezy. There's no features. Uh, that was a big shock to me. I was surprised by that. Other than that, man, I, I think it's a decent entry into his discography. It's not the worst thing. I tell you the worst thing I, to me, his worst project to date uh if you want to i wouldn't say worse because that's even good too um compared to the rest of them might be <laughs> what is that shit called i might catch some hate for this i don't like tm 103 i don't like tm 103 i'm sorry and i'm surprised uh for as long as he's been around that he already has a third installment to the tm 101 thug motivation series I just, TM103, everybody, oh man, it's hard. This tough, man. This this one of the best GZ albums. That, eh, I don't know about that. It's okay. But this new album, I really like it. Um, I'll get more into GZ in a minute. But really quick, uh, let me get into some more music. And I'm going to basically just play just GZ throughout the episode. Another song that is off of this album is called Shine On Me. Check it out. The social introvert. Gratitude, nigga. Woke up this morning, it's a blessing. Every loss I had in this game, it was a lesson. Had a few complaints last time, I better check them. Plug doing yoga and shit, they like to stretch them. Fucked around, lost it all. Had to go back and get it. Everything I avoided, had to go back and live it. Parking lot, Lennox Mall, 50 blocks in the back. Saw them lights in the rear view and had a asthma attack. 
All I heard was the sirens, all I saw was the lights. Yeah, my nigga is over, you live the hell of a life. And just like that, they drove right past. Two duffel bags of that clean, and yeah, that would have been nasty. Bless. No matter how hard this shit get, just shoot for the moon. Cause even if you miss, you're still amongst the stars. Yeah. Dreams don't scare you, you ain't dreaming big enough, baby. Yeah, shine your light on me. All praise the most high. You know how many glass sandwich bags I had to tie. Really ain't no wins in this game, still gotta try. Yeah, color white, feel what I'm saying, he in the sky. Shout out to Westside Bell, they let my dog out the pen. Hit them four by ten, I guess a win is a win. He used to slide through the yoke. Once again, that is Shine On Me by Jeezy off of the latest album, I Might Forget But I Don't Forget. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of Jeezy, Jeannie Mai, ex-wife Jeannie Mai, uh, denies claims that she is keeping their daughter away from Jeezy. And well, according to her, she says her daughter, but... It's their daughter. Like, come on, let's let's not be funny here. But keeping their daughter away from Jeezy. And then now she's starting to voice like safety concerns about his firearms. Listen, I know where the hell Jeezy comes from. I know how he started. I've seen a documentary. I've seen all of that. Like the, the whole the, the whole street promo thing that he was doing in old. 203 and 04 before he really popped off in 05 like the build-up witnessed all of that fam Jeezy is no longer that he may can go back to that point like he can go back or it may not take much for him to go back to that point but he's far removed himself from that he's is not even the same person anymore I, I don't even recognize him like I'm it's a whole different person now and that's great i think that's fantastic but why wasn't this a concern before why wasn't this a concern you know it wasn't a concern you the one that had a child with him and you got married to him if firearms are such a concern to you as you know as much as these people run around on social media talking about the gun laws and uh we need to we need to take the guns away like you would have been one of them little crazy hack people but if it was such an issue, you wouldn't be with him. You wouldn't have a child with him. You wouldn't got married to him. Knock it off. And then you could probably sit here and say, Sid, how dare you say that? There's no way. No. Like, of course, she's probably brought that up to him more than once. Doubtful. I, I highly doubt that. I know that wasn't a concern of hers. Listen, I have family members who are gun fanatics and some of the best fathers under the sun. Some of them single dads now, but guess what? Some of the best people ever. So don't do that. Like, don't weaponize the former part of his career because that's what you're doing. You knew who he was prior to all of this. So that makes you just look even dumber than before. This woman is literally having a meltdown in real time. Jeezy hasn't said much. Jeezy's quiet and he's just, hey, this is what it is. Boom. And he's done. And she continues to just come out and just say things like that's pretty much relatable to 
the older version of Jeezy, which he is no longer. Like, come on now. And people say, Sid, man, you ain't got no kids yet. And I'm like, nope, I will not. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all can sit here and try to talk me down a million ways. I refuse to deal with a dysfunctional person. And no, you can't dictate on who you're dealing with. And I guess y- y'all say shit like, well, you know, when you love somebody, like, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. You're not about to drag my ass down. And at the end of the day, people know exactly what they're doing. It's all about control. It's about manipulation. It's the, as much as I hate the word now, um, it's narcissism at play. This is what real narcissism is. You're upset because, and I, and I notice it too, is like when, when dudes finally speak up or, or defend themselves and say what they have to say and make a statement clear, it's a problem. Is is the one person that you don't expect to say anything and when they not even say anything, but whenever they say to themselves enough is enough and they make the first move and just exit stage left, it's a problem. And that's what this is here. It's the fact that he was like, you know what? Can't do it. Divorce. Done. Peace. That pisses her off. She begged him to come back. Jeezy wasn't budging. And then now all of this stuff starts to come out. He cheated. Now the the old buddy of Jeezy is on TikTok or whatever. A, a, a former, I don't know if he's a former goon or a current goon, but he's a former buddy of Jeezy. And he's like, yeah, man, Jeezy was cheating, man. He was doing like just real nasty work, man. I don't know what this is. So it looks away. Like, how do you know that? And you haven't talked to him in how long? Come on now. And it's so sad whenever these things happen, you start to see the true nature of people. Not even uh, when it comes to marriage, but relate different, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships or friendships. And you see the true nature of who the person really is. Like you could have just not said anything, kind of moved on. But you go about your way of just saying very disparaging shit. And trying to weaponize uh, someone's past against them. Like, Jesus Christ, that says a whole lot about you. And it really, it really explains a whole lot further due to the fact that the guy that she was previously married to really wanted kids with her. She refused. And he was, he was trying his best. And then he was like, all right, I'm out. Peace. And then like, not even maybe probably a little less than two years he has his first child with another woman and she's upset she's angry and goes out of her way I guess I don't know what what it was for um because I don't think something like that is easy to get over but she ends up with Jeezy they have a child and now Jeezy's is like nope can't do it I'm out (laughs) so it you know you, you do it to yourself you give people enough rope, they'll know what to do with it. Same thing. You give them a shovel and a pile of dirt, they'll 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 know what to do with it. Just goodness gracious, it's um, I don't know, man, but it's uh really cool to see. Jeezy's pretty much cool and copacetic about everything, and uh, we'll we'll see what what happens from here. Who knows? I I, I don't know what to tell you from here. Uh, Colorado Supreme Court has sent a message to President Trump. 
and declared him ineligible for the White House. Um, I've seen a lot of people celebrating this. <laughs> I don't know why. And I'm like, this, this doesn't mean anything. This is, it's Colorado. But people were celebrating, oh, yeah, it's going to, every other state's going to follow along. Yeah, I mean, if the U.S. Supreme Court rules on it, they have to rule on it. They, they have to have the final say. Do y'all not understand this? He's still going to push through with his campaign. He's still going to try to run for 2024. And his attorney pretty much spoke with him and promised to appeal any disqualification that precedes him any further. Like if any other state decides to do this, Colorado is just the first. Um, I'm pretty sure there'll be more. But at the same time, uh, that doesn't matter. None of that matters until the U.S. Supreme Court themselves makes the final say. That's when it's just like, okay, yeah, he can. He's ineligible. Let it go. Y'all still have this derangement syndrome for uh, President Trump. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Not, forget everything that's going on right now. Forget everything that's happening right now. Let's focus on Trump, though. Why? He's not at the White House. He's not there right now. He's currently not our president. Creepy Uncle Joe is our president right now. Do you do you not see the things that are popping off right now? The process of our downfall is only speeding up because of what's currently happening. We don't know when these mofos might come over here and start attacking. We don't know what's about to happen. It's just like, well, at least we don't have to pay student loans for another year. Bullshit. I don't give a damn about student loans. I'm almost done paying that shit off. Do you not see everything that's going around? Y'all pay attention for real. I guess Ukraine is okay and, and Russia, I guess they squashed the beef. Have they? Who knows? We don't hear nothing about them anymore. Now it's uh, Hamas and, and Israel. And now they're trying to implement a law. If you say anything disparaging about Israel or Jews or anything that is deemed anti-Semitic, you can be imprisoned for it. And I just, uh, I'm over it, man. I'm, I'm over it. It's like these people are scared to be criticized so badly. You're so afraid to take accountability. You're like the, the sibling that, that accidentally hits their like little brother or sister. And then they start crying and you run over them and tell them, shut, shut up, shut up. Don't tell mom. I'm sorry. It, that That's how y'all are. Y'all are like that. It's pathetic. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. Israel, Jews, whatever. I don't know what to call y'all. Y'all are relentless. Y'all are just, wow. I might get locked up for this. I don't care. Anyway, uh, Omi and the Hellcat update. Oh boy, uh, this was a, uh, this is a wild one. Let me see. I want to, should I get into this one really quick before I get into Omi and a Hellcat? Cause I won't stay long on this subject. So, um, it's been revealed that 170 names will be unleashed to the public that are part of Epstein Island. I guess the, the shenanigans that go in there, There's, the list holds 170 names and it's supposed to be revealed in the coming weeks. We don't know when, but besides that, I've been seeing a lot of uh, people with money, the fat cats, the big wigs, 
there's a lot of uh, hidden bunker talk right now. I don't know how true that is. I think it's all bullshit. At the same time, we have a movie. I think it's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix, but this movie is called Leave the World Behind. Uh, haven't seen it. Um, people, oh, you you definitely need to watch it, man, because this is how you know some shit about to go down. I don't care. There's a lot of end of the world movies. There's a lot of books on the end of the world, and um, I'm not moved by that. But um, you could make a case. You know, Mark Zuckerberg just bought a underground bunker. So people right now are speculating, like, is Mark Zuckerberg a part of that list? Like, who knows? Hmm. Um, then let me see. Then I saw another report that said only 150 names will be revealed amongst this Epstein Island list. And then here is the new update, which is as of yesterday, only three names will remain sealed out of the 150 names of associates connected to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell set to be released in the new year. Oh, okay. In the new year, 13 people fought to keep their names sealed. However, were unsuccessful. So you see, does that mean the rest of the names will be revealed? Um, the, the, the rest, I don't know. Cause I read a report that said 170 names were on the list. Now it's saying 150, but then I don't know. We have a list of the Epstein Island uh, caper that's about to be unleashed to the public. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see who's on this list. Wow. I'm willing to bet money right now when they say it's going to be unleashed in the new year. Um, how quickly will people forget? I'm, I'm just waiting. I really want to know how quick people are going to forget this because there's got to be some crazy celebrity news that might pop off in the midst of this list dropping. So... Just stay self-aware, stay stay um, vigilant on what's going on, because you already know some bullshit coming with some rapper or whatever, or some stupid viral video of Fresh and Fit or whatever podcast that just, you know, they, they talk about men and women all day. Something crazy is going to go viral and this might get ignored. This might get pushed out into the ether and people probably will just forget within halfway through 2024. Who knows? But yeah, that list is on its way. Boy, can't wait. This is going to be the talk of 2024. I know. I hope it is. But anyway, um, Omi and the Hellcat. Omi and the Hellcat's girlfriend, Mimi, broke up with him. Wait, I thought it was his wife. Anyway, uh, with him while he was in the feds after finding out he cheated with over 100 girls. He's offering her over $18 million, eight properties, and 100% of his company to take him back. She can also find him $10,000 for every time he gets on IG. She's reportedly refusing to sign this contract. So, let's see. This agreement entered by Bill Carrasquillo and Miriam... Ken Canado, yeah, outlines the terms for a renewed relationship. Miriam Canado, yeah, that's the assistant that I thought he married, but they just classify her as the girlfriend. Whatever. Stipulations: number one, property and financial loss. In the event of non-compliance with this contract, Bill Carrasquillo will forfeit the following assets: eight commercial properties valued at four point nine million dollars, 
trust account with $18.5 million, ownership of three nightclubs along with associated licenses, liquid assets totaling $620,000, ownership rights to trademarks and buildings under the Reloaded brand. Number two, social media restrictions, Bill Carrasquillo regrets to refrain from using YouTube. Any violation will incur a penalty of $10,000 for each video created. Furthermore, he shall abstain from creating an Instagram account with a daily penalty of $10,000 for non-compliance. Three, voiding conditions. This contract will be immediately terminated if Bill Omar Carrasquillo engages in the following actions. Cheating or committing adultery. She's smart for not signing the contract. I'll tell you why. Because, you oh, she's so stupid. She missed out on the bag. No. Okay, we got to remember why he's getting antagonized and thrown in by the feds for five and a half years, right? If her name is on that shit, they're going to come after her too. So this is probably a case of uh, B- if you if I'm going down, you come in with me too. And this is somebody who just doesn't give a shit. I like Omi and a Hellcat. Don't get me wrong. Love his content. I just how flashy he is. Is just, yeah, he's loud with it, but I like him. He's a cool dude. But this right here, man, you begging this chick eight to million dollars to stay with you? Oh no, that ain't happening. And it's five years. If she can't hold you down for five years. It won't meant to be. Plus, I thought she was your wife and she's just a girlfriend. I don't know what to tell you, dog. This is uh, this is a lost cause. Um, she refuses to sign the contract and she's much smarter than I, I realized because <clears throat> at the same time, she would say a lot of things that just didn't make sense. But. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure she's, she's well taken care of and, and people are talking to her and letting her know this is not smart. Do not sign this contract. This man has a Rico on his record. So, yeah, um, he's doing the best he can to um, keep his stuff away from the feds. But I'm pretty sure her putting her name down on that stuff, um, the feds will be after her like she will not be left alone. Sad situation regardless. Uh, but yeah, that wraps this episode up for me. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to episode 538. Real quick, shout out to the John Effect Podcast, 12 Cow Podcast, Conversation Con Artists, Tackless Know It All Two Awkward Millennials, Random Tandem, Brunch with Besties, Stakes is High. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. And shout out to Whitney Janae, who is the host of the Sex with Friends Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see Robin Mortal with Grow Man Shit. Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue. And yours truly, Social Introvert. Every Thursday evening, which is tonight, 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 from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, Cole Jackson, the government name, hosts a radio show called Thursday Night Lights, powered by BYNK Radio. You can go to the website, 
bynkradio.net and just stay at the top of the page at the header press play at that time have yourself a blast also to make it more convenient on you go to the radio king app download the radio king app in your store right now just just download it right now as i'm talking right <laughs> then once you got it downloaded just go into the search bar type in bynk radio and uh yeah have yourself a good time and keep the app on your phone just keep the app on your phone every thursday evening 7 to 9 p.m central time and if you miss the thursday slot you can catch replays on saturdays at 12 p.m central also the social introvert podcast and BYNK have linked up to put out a monthly playlist for the podcast itself. Consider it as a soundtrack. So every song that you have heard on each episode that you listen to throughout the month will be in the form of a playlist at the end of that month. So right now, August, September, October, and November are available to be listened to on Spotify. Links will be in the bio. The links will be up in the stories. You can go on Spotify and just type in the social introvert uh, playlist and it'll bring up the current months that are available for you to listen to. And um, it's it's a way to give you a deep dive into artists that you're not familiar with. And then maybe you can go in into a, a deeper dive of other artists. And, you know, you don't have to listen to the same damn 10 to 15 people. That's that's just how I think. That's how we all think uh, here at BYNK Radio. I don't know. But yeah, uh, December is underway. Uh, December, man, we are already... Hold up, what's today's date? What is today's date? It's the 21st. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's my brother's birthday. Okay, I got to call him. <laughs> my sister's birthday is tomorrow. So, okay, yeah. Um, I got I to gotta call them and send them birthday wishes goodness gracious but um tom flies man we're already here at christmas and then it's boxing day but uh yeah that wraps this episode up for me um i'll be back next week i'll definitely be back next week and yeah yeah thank you for listening as always take care of each other most importantly take care of yourselves have a great week have an even better weekend. And I'm going to take it back to how I used to do it at the end of the December episodes. Oh, let's see if I can remember this. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day. And uh, Happy New Year. Peace. The Social Introvert. Shit was cool, I got money, they got matter. It's up there, stuck there, need a ladder. Ever see me alone getting at her? You know I use the kitchen for to mix the batter. Throw it on the digit scale, I need the data. You ain't having it your way, what's the matter? $5,000 bills, threw it at her. Met her at the blue flame, that was back in 96. Hershey in the booth, yeah, you know he like the mix. Her folks in Alabama used to hit us with the bricks. Had your boy looking like he playing for the Knicks. Only nigga working in the middle of the drought. Money flowing like I'm in the middle of the spout. Got 20 up now, said she 20 minutes out. Said, baby, where you were? I said, I never had it. Nothing. I got nothing to prove. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. I said nothing.
prosecutors signed on to a letter that was sent to media outlets, including the New York Times, Reuters, CNN, and AP News, and basically put them on notice that providing material support to Hamas is illegal. They write, quote, we will continue to follow your reporting to ensure that your organizations do not violate any federal or state laws by giving material support to terrorists abroad. Now your organizations are on notice. Follow the law. Wow.